Hello and welcome to We Fact Up. Yes. For another week uh, with uh, it's Dave here. And it's just Red here. It's just Red. Yeah. There's just, no one else in the studio. It's just us just, two. Just a couple of boys in the studio having a little chat at. Now, um, we thought we'd just start today by saying, uh, uh, where is Hannah? Is yeah. the question, right? A lot yeah. of, if you've listened to this show from the start, our early, early days, in the, the, the inception? Sure. The start, yeah, yeah. It, the beginning. Yeah. You would have known that there was a girl called Hannah on the show. That's right. Who yes. people liked. An elderly lady tackled me down the, to the street, um, to the ground the other day and said, where's Hannah? Where's Hannah? Yeah. She wants to know where Hannah is. Yeah. She was surprisingly strong, this old is lady. Is that right? Yeah. Did you beat her off? I mean, <laughs> did you get her off? Did you did you take care of it? She, stu- she eventually stood up and got off me. <laughs> Great. So people have asked, where's Hannah, right? And, and she went away. She yeah. went away to the bush because she's a teacher. She went away to the bush and we weren't sure what was going on if she was going to come back. She emailed us recently and said she's never coming back. <laughs> she hates us. She wishes yeah. we were dead. She's uh, happy. She's teaching in, uh, in a place that she's wanted to be in for a long time. Yeah, she's doing a year placement out there. So we're hoping – so the reason we've kept it as Dave, Red and Hannah is because we love her. We know that you as listeners love her as well. And yeah. we wanted to come back on the show and we're hoping that next year after she's done her teaching placement, she will. Yeah, and plus everybody loves her more than you – yeah. Dave and me. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we could start like a petition or some kind of online campaign, like bring Hannah Shoe back. Bring Hannah Shoe back. Back. Back again. <laughs> bring Hannah Shoe back. Back, back. Back, back. Yeah. Something like that. We'll, we'll work on it. I think we just nailed that but, uh, anyway. Yeah, it's a lot of backs. Three or four backs. So we can start a poll and be like, hey, if we get lots of people saying we want Hannah back, yeah. maybe she'll come. Because we'll take three. I think she's <laughs> any more than three one. Plus. We're happy with one or more. Yeah. yeah. So if you liked Hannah and we know that you did, yeah. uh, please like let us know on Twitter and Facebook. Just be like, bring Hannah back. Where's Hannah Shoe back? Shoe I'm, back, I'm back, pre- back. I'm prepared to get rid of Dave if uh, <laughs> I can come back well, on the well, show. Well, that well, that well. is an ironclad guarantee from Red. You know what? I'll take it for the team. <laughs> yeah. Red and Hannah, if you guys vote for it, I'll be out of here. You can be our intern or something. The <laughs> latte, man. God, I'm the host. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so that's, uh, that's Hannah, uh, a story yeah. done and dusted. I can hear our um, fans sigh, sigh some relief. Some there. relief, yeah. Mm. Now, also very exciting. So um, today, the reason we don't have another guest in the studio is because mm. he's coming up. Reese Darby, yeah. you may know him as Murray from Flight of the Concords, yep. or Psycho Sam from Hunt for the Wilder People, yep. or uh, he's in the upcoming Trolls, and he's also in Whose Line Is Anyway. He's uh, a, a oh, and he's a redhead too. And he's a redhead, a yes. fellow redhead. So yes. I'm super excited he's that one he's on of the you. show. He's one of you. So he's yeah. coming up. He's going to help us answer the question today, yeah. which is very exciting. Yeah, he's so calling in do, from LA. From LA, yeah, yeah. He's all the way in the, in the United States. So um, we figured we'd try to give answer first, then call him corroborate stories yeah. and see if we can meet in the middle. The question today is from uh, from Charlie, and he asked, what was the Great Emu War of 1932 about? <laughs> Which I think that is a noble question and something that people have wanted to know for many for a millennia. So, so the emus rose up and sort of um, were they fighting took other emus? Like the- <laughs> took back the emu city. <laughs> the stupidest animal uh, in Australia. Don't underestimate the emu. I, I guess I'm, I've I always am. said that. Yeah. I think you know me. I've always said never underestimate emus, ostriches and other flightless birds. So are, are we talking here that the emus were fighting another clan of emus or was it, are they like sort of... Like an emu uprising. Like so the, maybe, emus, the emu war War is just the one that the emus won. Maybe. Like yeah. there was like an enslaved emu race enslaved by another group of yeah. emus. And the emus, there was like a sort of emu concentration camp. And yeah. eventually they broke out and just took back the 
town, the city, oh, whatever. Man. I Emuville. Just got, I just got this um, image in my head of like emus putting on war paint. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they have to do each other's yeah, war paint. With their little wings. Or their beaks. Yeah. <laughs> I was in um I was in uh, South Australia a yeah. couple of weeks ago with an English uh, lady. Yeah. And there was an emu in this field. And she was like, that's the biggest turkey I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, oh my god! Oh man, that's an emu. And she was like, I, I, I'm sorry. Did you say you're the biggest turkey I've ever seen? I did not because you should call her up and tell her that right now. <laughs> I think that joke will play. Reese, we're going to put you on hold. We're going <laughs> to call up this lady and make a shit joke. I'd love to see a good emu fight. I reckon two emus going like just helpful. They're smashing each other up. That'd be wild. Yeah. That'd be something out of the wild. Like literally, that's, <laughs> that's something that happens in the wild. <laughs> Direct, have you ever seen two giraffes fight? No. So, oh, yes. So not in real like, life. Sort of hit, yeah, like, you've never been to my giraffe fights, underground giraffe fights. <laughs> yeah, Friday <laughs> nights. Um, You're not yeah. supposed to talk about it. That's the first rule of oh, giraffe sorry. fight club. <laughs> God damn it. Also, you need to be a giraffe. So you've broken two rules. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Um, they just like sort of smash their necks together. Yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe, um, maybe that's what the emus do. It's a neck smashing party. Yeah. Or they just strap guns to each other. And <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go so maybe it's like fighting over emus. So maybe it's humans. Mm. Let's, let's, it could actually just be humans fighting. Romantically? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's my emu. <laughs> We were in love once. <laughs> Guys, don't fight over me. There's plenty of emus to go around. I love the idea too, you know, that saying of like, um, if you love something, or like if you love a bird, you need to set it free and if it's yours, it'll come back. Yeah, it's a Imagine bird. Imagine setting an emu free, like kicking, pushing it out the front door. <laughs> that guy's just bolting. Yeah. <laughs> you're free to fly now, emu. You... I'm, I can't fly. So you're just leaving me you on the street. You know that's a sore point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to live on the street now. Thank you. Thanks very much. But yeah, I mean, so fighting over emus, maybe it was like an um, emu war. Like if you had an emu, mm. I would fight for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a shame, would... shame that we can't domesticate our emus because I reckon that would mm. be a great way. Instead of a moped, just ride your emu to work. Yeah, it feels a lot more natural too. Yeah, you don't need to, <laughs> to, to, to enslave an animal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. Trams or enslaving emus. Yeah, just strap a bunch of uh, emus together, get rid of the trams, uh-huh. sort of less pollution. Uh-huh, put the kids you know? on the back. Yeah. Good to go. Simple. I love that. Just par- yeah. And have like you'd have for emu a, parking spots as mm, well. For a cheaper option, just get one bats. So, like so, yeah. I mean, you're not going to get far. No, but it's cheaper. So, cheaper, yeah, you know, exactly. if you're saving up to go overseas. Yep. What would, you, what would you fuel it with? You'd have to stop off at like emu. What do emus eat? Um, the, the souls of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you have not read anything ever. <laughs> I have no history, no knowledge of anything yeah. at all. <laughs> um, I guess if, if you did win an emu, <laughs> if you won one, like as in, if you won the emu war and you won the emu, you're, you, that's your trophy, right? So I guess it's like you go to a bar and you've got an emu under your arm. Mm. You're going to pull in the ladies, all men, depending on your <laughs> predilection. So I guess it's like the ultimate peacocking is an emu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Think about it. Look at that guy with that emu. Totally peacocking. Look, I guarantee you if you rocked up into any nightclub or pub with an emu under, the bar, uh, under, under your arm, girls would not be flocking to you. But oh, They'll be poking, poking out flocking, their eyes. I like that too. No, but think about it. If, like, things were di- if culturally we were attuned and accustomed to having emus just scattered throughout bars mm. and it was a sign of manliness that you, you possess this emu, you, you killed the other emu owners. What? Oh, you're dragging one in. It's not a live one. No, the people who own the <laughs> emus. I'm not going to kill an emu. I'm not a sick, you psycho. I'm talking about murdering innocent people. <laughs> right. Not innocent emus. 
God, <laughs> you freak me out, man. I was like, you, let's read the sign. No dating me is in the pub, please. <laughs> I'll have a lemonade. Yeah, well, and and, yeah, and one for my friend here. <laughs> what else could it's, it be? It's a bit, and some food is a little peckish. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Or um, maybe uh, go in a bar and he orders a drink um, and he throws it, he throws it in your face and saying, I'm not amused. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Emu lager. That's a thing, I think. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Not a pun though. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, we've got a couple of things there. We got we got trophies. Um, I guess you could fight on it. Oh, maybe it's fighting on emus. Oh, jousting emus. Oh my god, jousting oh, emus. Oh, we nearly missed that one. You're on board with jousting yeah, yeah, emus. Yeah. Great, I'm on board with it too. Yeah, like a medieval joust. Yes, yeah, so it's from 1932. Many emus. Many emu. Oh wow, that's <laughs> many emu joust. I guess it could. Ju- yeah, well, I mean, what do you got? The big jousting pole. Oh, man, I, just, I think we need to unwrap this a bit more. Like sort of parachuting emus. Sort of. Do you think you could direct an emu to the right angle? Like you could. Emus you can't walk horse? backwards. It's a good bit of info. <laughs> That helps. Neither can kangaroos. I just know that because they're on a coat of arms. <laughs> and that's why they, someone said that's why they're on a coat of arms because they can't walk backwards. I was like, can't we just figure that? That was Hannah that told us that. Oh, Speaking right. of the only one who actually has any knowledge, <laughs> Hannah told us, I'm pretty sure it was Hannah because they can't walk backwards because the idea was Australia's supposed to be moving forward. Oh, right. So they just put all these animals that. But they're facing towards each other. They're just going to hit each other. Smash and into just each fall other. Over. Yeah, that's, that's Australia. Stupid. <laughs> Drunk. That's us. <laughs> okay, so we've got a few possibilities there. We've got yep. emu jousting. Yeah. So that was a that's a that's so one way to win a war. Yeah, so emus versus humans, emus versus you know Emu versus human. Emu versus emu versus emu. Emu. Yep. You versus emu. Me red versus the emus <laughs> of nineteen thirty two. Emu versus you. Yeah. <laughs> this is starting to sound like the questions on Jeopardy. <laughs> I'll take emu versus you for a thousand. Thanks, Dave. We've got fighting over them. So fighting like for an emu. Oh, that's right. Romantically involved. Romantically. With an emu, romantic. Which would be highly illegal these days. <laughs> yeah, we need a plebiscite. Yeah. We need a plebiscite to know, for us to prove it's your like love a Jerry to Jerry Springer episode. Yeah. I love my emu. All right. Well, why don't we give Reese a call and see if he's got anything to add? Yes. I mean, we've basically nailed it, but let's yeah. see. You never know. He might have a couple of uh, tidbits of information to add to the pile of emu <laughs> sh- junk. Reese Darby is on yeah. the line. Hello, Reese. Hey, Reese. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> how are you doing? That's my new. That's how I say hello now. I like Good, it. Good. I'm on the beach. Oh. Why? <laughs> You're a redhead. Don't go to the beach. I'm a fellow redhead. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've, I've come off the beach now, now that you've said that, and I'm just <laughs> heading into a park and where the, there's some shelter. Oh, yes. Good. Yes. Yeah, red safety first, always with red. Yeah. I'll have like SBF two, yeah, two, two hundred. Yeah, I better hit him myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get too carried away. Um, now, Reese. So, uh, yeah, we 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 fact up. Basically, what what happens is people send us in questions. We try our best to answer them with the help of someone with intellect and wit as high and as great as yours. So, what we thought we'd do is just read you the question, and you can give us your thoughts on whether what what you think has caused this incident to happen. So, the question's been sent from Charlie, and the question is, what was the Emu War of nineteen thirty two all about? Any thoughts on that? Well, that I mean, the, not the 1932 emu war. Yeah, it? yeah, that one. I mean, it's been a few emu uh, wars yeah. over the years. Is I mean, wars, wars are strong words. <laughs> I mean, you could I'd go with skirmish. Thirty uh, two was was quite a big one. I mean, that's if I remember correctly, that's the failed attempt of the Australians to invade New Zealand 
using emus. Um, Is that right? We hadn't we hadn't oh, thought about that one. That's a good angle. The Aussies sent a whole bunch of emus across on on a ship, right? Uh, and they dipped their beaks in poison in the hope that they would <laughs> attack the beaches and just take us to hell. Yeah, right. What did the uh, What did New Zealand do to, to defend their country against our emus? Um, well, they, they saw them arriving on the beaches, and we sort of just approached them cautiously, and then uh, asked them started started to ask them questions, and that really stumped a lot of these Aussie emus. They uh, most of them ended up just sticking their heads in the sand, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to get away from us. They think if they were if they were they were covered, then they would would not be seen. And of course, we then stumped them right down into the and so there was just a, basically an emu, emu hump oh, in right, the beach. Right. Yeah, right. And, so just uh, a, a whole... Uh, that, the, the, just the... that became our tussock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what tussock is. <laughs> They're still there to this day, I hear. Oh, yeah. If you go in most, most West Coast um, beaches, you'll see uh, amongst the sand dunes a lot of tussock. That's just old... Emu uh, scalps um, right. and the skeletons. Uh, yeah, right. So the bones and the skeletons of yeah. emu is still there to this day to remind us of the great emu war of 32. You were a soldier back in the day, weren't yeah, you? Did you encounter any emu-related uh, attacks on your soil when in the, back in your day? Well, no. I mean, you know, this, this is years ahead of, of the, uh, the now well-documented uh, emu skirmishes <laughs> of the late uh, 30s. Yes, um, <clears throat> and of course this that's pre World War Two, but we did we did learn, we did learn uh, the history of it, and of course you know what comes around goes around, and so we did uh, we did have a basic um, preparation course on on uh, animal uh, and particular bird combat, right? Uh, yes. If it was to happen again, of course you know New Zealand and Australia have since worked together alongside each other, but there's always that weird, bit of suspicion, you know, if, if there was an Aussie that would suddenly turn and have a peck. Yeah. Uh, that you know, we we developed. That's how we developed the the um, the windmill where we spin around. So you you're marching normally, and then suddenly, if you do see something with a long neck coming at you, you jump out and you just spin your arms around like a washing machine, um, and therefore whacking any thin necks that are in the vicinity. <laughs> so that, that was half a day's training there. Yeah. And I used to actually use that in later years. When I hit the nightclub scene, that oh. sort of became a dance pitch for me. And I would, you know, I'd, instead of whacking necks, I'd actually, as I spun around, I'd, I'd grab the girl, who's <laughs> the closest girl, sort of, and I'd pull them in. So I then sometimes if I did the moves right, yeah. you know, the the old the old Darby's washing thunder, I used to call it. Oh, it's, I'd, it's, I'd it's got a name and everything. Three women. Yeah, it's got a name and everything. That's what we've always wondered what the Darby's washing uh, windmill was, <laughs> yeah. and now we know. Now, can I yeah, ask? Yeah, it's, it's a dance move to collect more than one partner. <laughs> You're right. So, when you were going through this training, was it similar to the Cold War when they talked about what to do in a nuclear attack, sort of get down low, go, go, go? There was videos on the TV screens, and your children learn all about it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that full on. It was just, uh, you know, if this should happen, then do this. And it was really just a, a, a single sided pamphlet that was, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was machine machine washable, so you keep it in your top pocket at yeah, all times. They laminated it for you. They thought ahead. Yeah, it was it was laminated. Some some guys wore it around their neck, you know, but it was, there's no need for that. I mean, the chances of being attacked. 
by a random uh, ostrich or emu at any point. It's pretty far and few between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at least it was only half a day's training, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And is there any danger of it happening again? I mean, have we seen the last of the emu wars, or is there a chance that there may be a recurrence? Well, I think it was... Um, I think it was James Bond who said, never say never again. And uh, that's was... one of our, that's become one of our army mottos. <laughs> in fact, we did a lot of our training, a lot of our training in those early days was just watching James Bond movies and yeah. um, using the titles as mottos to live by. Oh, you like, have you got some other ones in for us? Well, in particular, you only live twice, which I think gave a lot of people <laughs> faith that they would return. <laughs> Yeah, that's misleading. And, uh, yeah, Skyfall, I mean, a lot of that confused a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an abundance of parachutes. So that, there was a, that resulted in quite a bit of death. So we've tried, we're hoping to move on now to um, Quantum of Solace was just confusing for a lot of people. <laughs> we, a lot of us just ignored that one. Yeah, that's it. That, was the um, same. that was the same here as well. We yeah, really yeah. didn't understand that. That's the one thing we can agree on. That that's right. Quantum of Solace yeah. was a confusing title. If you, want us, if you want us to see a film, make the title understandable. <laughs> that's number one, isn't it, Reese? Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a wonderful, I mean, I want to say theory, but I think it's probably the answer and it's fact. So yeah, I'm going to right. say you have nailed it. Um, so, Reese, before you go, we'd love to talk to you about um, well, Hunt for the Wilder People. We saw and we oh, lo- absolutely loved it. That was such a fantastic film. With uh, Psycho Sam, your character. Oh, thank you. Did you, when you, um, when you read the script and you read Psycho Sam's character, did you think, this is me? I don't even need to prepare. <laughs> this is, I've got this covered. Well, yeah, um, particularly because I, I knew that Taika had written it for me as well. So. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that, that, that works that out well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Psycho Sam and I think, you know, this is me if I had gone down the wrong path. Now, if I hadn't have uh, married the wonderful woman I married and mm. she kept me in check and, you know, took responsibility for all the things that I wouldn't even look at, like forms of any sort, <laughs> uh, you know, then this which is exactly what's, what's happened. I mean, that if I hadn't have met her and I had have just kept going the way that I was going mm. since, since the, uh, you know, the EMU war training, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would totally be this random guy living in, in the middle of nowhere looking up for UFOs most nights. And that's not mm. to say that I still don't do that, especially <laughs> when I'm away from the wife. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm into jetpacks. I'm into, uh, you know, um, mystery tunnels that I haven't built. Uh, <laughs> I keep putting things off now. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's me for yep. sure, man. I mean, that's that's why I enjoyed it. And and what, what I particularly enjoyed was probably the, one of the best ways to enter a movie uh, dressed as a tree. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I wondered if that was in your contract before the script cool. was written. As like, I'll be in this movie as long as I can enter as a tree. Yeah, that's a creative license on your behalf, yeah. wasn't it, Reese? <laughs> <laughs> I would love. That's Tyker's wonderful idea again. I mean, you know, mm. the guy's a genius, and mm. we, have, we we share the same sense of humour. And mm. he said to me, "I think you should turn up. Well, I think you should appear on screen when you first appear." Uh, as a bush, you know, and then I, I came up with the bush man, bush man, um, little, you know, ditty, ditty, but, uh, yeah, I think the mm. two of us, yeah, we work really well together, so yeah. I'm very, very happy he put me in there. Uh, whose line is it anyway? We're all very, very excited that that's coming out in Australia. We actually had Tommy Little and Tegan Higginbotham on the show, on, on our podcast. Yeah, they had a go. 
Uh, so I don't know oh, if you, cool. you, you got any dirt you can dish on those guys. Uh, who, who's who was the best to work with and worst? Oh, look, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I'm just joking. They're, they're uh, a wonderful, wonderful bunch of, uh, I want to say kids. I felt like the old boy. Um, of course, Cal Wilson's the same age as me. Right. Um, and, you know, it was just like, kind of like a 75% New Zealand uh, um, contingent cast, yeah, true. On, on that on that show. Was there was there uh, much the like Kiwis are just better at making stuff up? <laughs> but, much, um, much like the Emu War, was there a rivalry between the New Zealanders and the Aussies? Um, well, put it this way: we didn't have to start uh, start the wind, windmill swing. <laughs> um, didn't come didn't come to that. Tommy Little just no, shoved his head into the ground, didn't, didn't he? Didn't, didn't come to blows. Uh, Maybe with Tommy a couple of times, you know he's pretty cheeky yeah, on the right. uh, on the host seat there. Yeah. No, look, it was it was it was a real it was it was really cool, man. It was it was. Uh, I, I hope we can do it again. And finally, Trolls. Now, yeah. um, in Trolls, so Trolls is a, a musical based on the kids' uh, toy Trolls. I had Trolls dolls when I was a kid. Mm. Well, who do you play in Trolls? The redheaded troll, hopefully. I play one of the. <laughs> no, I'm not a troll. Oh. I, I play a Bergen, and the oh. the Bergens are the. I guess they're kind of like the bad guys. They they eat trolls. Oh. Um, but I play, yeah, I play one of the good ones. I don't want to give too much away on this because uh, it's a, it's a quite a cool little story. Okay. You're, you're, one happens, the, but, you're, um, one, you're one of the nicest people in the world. Why, why do they give you the bad troll? Well, I'm not even a troll. It's a Bergen. Oh, sorry, he's not a sorry. troll, Red. He's not a troll. I don't know. Yeah, you, I play with G.I. Joe. He's not a troll, Red. I play with G.I. Joe's when I was a kid. He's got this image in his head of you being a troll, uh, Reese, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> just can't get it. I just can't seem to shake it. He was always like, Reese is a troll. Reese is like, he's not a troll. He's not a troll. Leave Reese alone. <laughs> he's a Bergen. He's a Bergen. I mean, you can't imagine it. Uh, I, I, I would love to have been a little troll. I can imagine the red hair, the big tuft of red hair. Oh, but, yeah. uh, well, we, we all they, can, Reese. We you, all can. You'll see when you see my character, you'll. You'll, you'll relate to him, trust me. I do have to ask, it's a musical. Did you get to do a number? No, I didn't. I, oh. I got to, um, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not known for my singing. We thought I, maybe. I, I did dance a bit in the background. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. <laughs> not to be seen on screen, but still, it worked for the part. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reese, thanks so much for your time. Um, we really appreciate it. We're really excited to see whose line is it anyway and Trolls. Um, and also, look, you never know, you know, we might be seeing Reese Darby in the Great Emu War of 1932. <laughs> you, you're still in production. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think you know. I think we're on the fourth draft now, <laughs> and um, we've, we've just run out of crayons. <laughs> we're going to go get another set. You, you, it's just drawings. You can come on in as a tree in the first, in the opening uh, scene too, Reese. So I'll allow that. We've written that in. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> as, as the emus hit the beach, there I am as a bush, and I turn around and I start doing my windmill moves. <laughs> The lead, the lead emu dressed as a tree. He's the smart one. Deceptive. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go away and work on it now. Oh, All right. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks Race. Thanks, uh, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thanks. See you later. Later. Well, we've just got off the phone to the legend Reese Darby with some wow, very insightful. What an answer! Some very insightful facts, which we 
I would love it so much if that was true. Yeah, <laughs> it would be amazing. <laughs> we just sent emus over. <laughs> he was so le- confident. That's what I loved about it. And they defeated our army of emus from having a chat. <laughs> yeah, just having a chat. Just calm down, fellas. <laughs> no, mate. No, just chill out. Yet to happen again, but never say never, as Wars you said. are cyclical. That's so. right. <laughs> you only live twice. <laughs> um, we've we've looked up the answer. So, Reese, if you're listening, um, this, is the, this is the real answer. Unfortunately... Whilst that was not, uh, well, Reese wasn't wasn't accurate this time. Perhaps he was thinking of another. Were emu we war. accurate at all? That we were not accurate. Oh. I mean, we talked about dating emus. We talked about enslaving <laughs> other emus. We talked about emu. You got to have a dream, cares. Dave. You got, <laughs> talked about people fighting over emus uh, uh, and picking up girls using peacocking technique <laughs> as an emu as a peacock, essentially. Um, the the real answer is kind of weird. Mm. Essentially, what happened was after World War One, a bunch of farmers moved out to outback Australia. Right, this happened in Australia. They're all like setting up their farmland, and while they're there, there uh, there was an influx of, of emus. Now I don't know if there's just they multiplied so fast, yeah, or what. But there's just so many emus that they decided we've just been in a war. Let's just kill all the emus. <laughs> yeah. Let's just gun them they're down. Still, they're still trigger happy. Yeah. You know. There's no, no Germans to kill. Wait, First World War. Germans? Yeah, Germans. Sure. And the Russians. And the Russians. There's always the Germans and the Russians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they had no one else to kill, so they decided to just take their aggression out on the poor little emu, but here's where it, here's where it gets great for the old emu. Here's where the happy ending kicks in. In a way, the emus won. Oh wow! So yeah. the humans can even beat a we bunch of emus. emus. Do we need to talk about our military uh, power here in Australia yeah. that we can't even defend ourselves against emus? We should have built a wall. That's what we should have done. We're going to build an emu wall. The emus are going to pay for it. They're going to pay so much. I know a, a lot of things. Wall. I know tremendous emu wall. I think a lot about emus. And I consulted myself and emus got... love me. They love me. <laughs> but they're still in our jobs. The yeah. emus are still in our jobs. We got to mow them down. Build Just a wall. Taking out crops. You can grab them anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, here, so here's what happened. Basically, the birds started to run off in such like wild, crazy directions that they they're getting shot at. They're getting shot at, but they were so fast that they they couldn't. Um, the the guns couldn't hit them. The bullets couldn't hit them. But also, apparently, the, the emus that did get hit, this this um, general Major Meredith was a guy who was like at the time Major Meredith. <laughs> That's not a real name. <laughs> First name. Oh. <laughs> Hello, I'm Major oh. Meredith. Yeah. Uh, just uh, she was she was HR. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to improve emu relations. So apparently the emus could take a hit, man. Uh-huh. Like they could take a couple of bullets. They're to tough. Keep They're tough, tough, tough turkeys. Tough, tough, tough. Well, emus. But uh, yeah, they said that um, the emus' ability to sustain injury and keep running was astounding. Mm. Major Meredith said, "If we had a military division with the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world." Begs the question: Why don't we use emus to attack? Oh, no, oh, that'd be great. You can do emu costumes mm. and so, like use old emus that they've shot. <laughs> because of the carcass. Carcass and I wear, that, wear that into war and you can't get shot. I think you need a real, I think you need to be riding Pretty sure emu. I just solved all of our military problems right there. Just light up the emus, guys. Let's get them out there. Start them up. Says they could face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. Tanks. Bullcrap, really? Tank? It's a tank and how, an emu. How terrible are we making these tanks that they're equal <laughs> and how well are we making the emus? Yes. Yeah. Wow, we didn't make the emus. Well, you know. God made the emus, Fred. Okay. All right. They're God's creation. <laughs> um, and then this Meredith uh, went on to say, they are like Zulus. 
So uh, I don't know that, enough about Zulus. No, they're to... the African tribes yeah, that no, were also but, tough, but yeah, I mean, no, all right, okay. okay. All right, Meredith, that got a little racist there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently less than a week after the Emu War had begun, the Defence Minister of the Day, George Pierce, ordered a withdrawal. So it turns out emus are <laughs> smarter, stronger, and better at war than human beings. Wow. Go emus. Go I'm... emus. Now, um, Reese was, was who knows, that could have been a different year. Maybe he got confused with the <laughs> year. Was, the 1931 that Emu War when we invaded was, That was the good. Emu War. This yeah, is a yeah. great one. Yeah, that's this right. This is a great yeah. one. The next step up. Um, we got to thank Reese so much. Go uh, check out Whose Line Is It Anyway when it comes on with Tegan and Tommy also on our show. And Cal Wilson and Cal Wilson, other. all the other people. Um, and Reese. Um, also check out Trolls. Check out Hunt for the Wilder People. If you like We Fact Up, what can they do? Ready? Oh, this said Eddie. I was like, do we have a new guy? <laughs> Go to Instagram, Snapchat. No, don't do Snapchat. Oh, Facebook, Snapchat. Twitter. Uh, see us on the street, ask a question. We can go to the website, yeah, yeah, wefactup.com, yeah. and send in a If you question. know us personally, literally text us. <laughs> We're so lonely. <laughs> <laughs>